everyone. I am Serona Rose, and today um, I want to talk to you about a little bit of astrology. I do a show called Astro Tarot, and that is where I talk about the astrological events, and then I will do a divination reading at the end, just kind of bringing that um, as above, so below, getting that physical kind of understanding. Now, I did this, I had this live last night on Facebook, and, and it took me a little bit to get on, but um, I wasn't able to record it, so I'm going to go ahead and record it for you all, so you will have this, and you will understand this. I will be, um, I'm going on a little bit of a trip, and um, when I get back, I'm going to be putting together uh some more talk about this on how we can implement these changes within our lives. I understand that I, I talk about astrology a lot and I can give these, I, I can give you the uh, explanation of the energetic influence, but sometimes we don't know what to do with that. And it's like that, in, that information is great and all, but what do we do with it? Well, I want to put together um, a show that I'm going to help you, help you figure out what we can do with this and how we can implement these, um, these different changes in our lives. So without further ado, let's get on with this. Um, I'll get on talking about the nodes and how this shift it will, um, will impact us. What I find very interesting is that um, you know, this, these energies, the way that astrology works, we look back in time to see what happened when these, okay, well, the last time these planets were in this position, what happened? And that's how we read a lot of that because we see what has happened. How did that, how did that energy influence what was going on? So um, that's one of the things that we will be talking about in this show. So without further ado, uh, let's talk about this, these uh, shiftings of the nodes or the, the shift of destinies, the changing of the destinies. Um, July of 2023, we are going to have a huge shift and um, it's going to be an energetic shift and that's going to impact us on different ways for different people. Um, it's really going to be one that is going to be intense because it involves the fixed signs. Um, you know, the fixed signs, they don't like change. They like to hold on to things. Um, they, uh, they like to hang on for dear life. Now we're shifting from the fixed signs into the cardinal signs, where the cardinal signs, um, this is going to be very intense because cardinal is saying, okay, um, this doesn't work. This doesn't serve. It's time to go. It's time to leave it on. So that is a different, that is a different energy indeed. Um, there is going to be some changes that will uh, take place in our lives. Um, this will be on a personal level as well as collective, you know, social. Um, there's going to be 
um, for the cardinal signs, for the fixed signs, it's going to be a little bit of a challenge because there will be some changes that happen that you feel like you can't control that are just happening beyond your means. And, um, you know, sometimes it hits you off in left field and you might have felt it, you know, a little bit ago, you know, a little, yeah, I feel this tinge, but now it's like, oh my goodness, this is real and this is happening. And um, for those fixed signs, it's going to, um, you know, it's going to take you by surprise a little bit because uh, you're going to have to come out of your comfort zone. Now, for the cardinal signs, this is really going to, um, uh, it's going to be some changes in your life as well, but it's going to be one of, kind of like leveling up, it's time to raise your bar. And for the mutable signs, you're going to be seeing this, but you're going to be seeing it more from like an outside view. Um, you're going to be seeing it happening around you. You may feel the ripples of it, of course, but um, it's mostly you're going to be witnessing it. It's going to be more visual for you. So this um, this shift of destiny that I'm talking about is going to happen between July the 12th and the 18th of 2023. And this energy will last us um, until January of 2025. So we are shifting from the Taurus Scorpio axis into the Aries and Libra axis. The lunar nodes is what is referred to our collective destiny. It is the north is where we're going. The south is where we've been. And um, in astrology, the astrology that I use so that you can understand better is Western astrology. I do, um, I use geocentric. Um, I also have studied evolutionary astrology. Um, I am in the process of studying Vedic astrology. That's one of those things that I've kind of picked up and put down several times. Uh, but, you know, I, I, I do read upon it and um, I do appreciate it for what it is, for the tool that it is. Um, I use whole sign houses, although in my readings, I do not refer to the, sign, to the houses because of the fact they change too much. Now... <clears throat> I do like to look at other forms of astrology to, to gain wisdom, to gain insight so that I can better, you know, maneuver with my, um, in my course among the stars, you know? So when we look at the, we look at Vedic astrology, for example, we're talking about the nodes here. Um, they look at them a little bit differently than we do. Uh, for the Vedic astrology, the North Node is Rahu. Rahu is seen as um, unstable, uh, insatiable, excitable, um, unpredictable. And many times um, it is seen um, as a demon. Rahu is the head of the dragon. Now, Ratu, which is the south node, that is the tail of the dragon. And, um, you know, there's not a lot that is said within that because of 
where I'm going to, where I'm, I'm not going to really talk about that, but I'm really going to be talking about this North Node because of the placements that's happening. And um, maybe I'll do a full, uh, a full uh, video about that at a different time of the of the different situ uh, different understandings of Vedic astrology within that. But um, there's plenty of Vedic astrologers out there that you know you can find that information out. Now the North Node moving in Aries, with if we consider Rahu, Rahu is very unpredictable and very excitable well so is Aries Aries energy is one of um it's an independent energy and it is now I want you to understand something when it comes to energy okay a lot of people uh see this in a different way but I, I want to I want to see I want you to explain this to you in a broader view astrology these aspects that i'm saying they're neither good nor bad it is what it is it is our perception and our labeling that is categorizing it as good or bad you know what is order for the spider is chaos for the fly so understanding this concept really helps us to see this as a as a bigger picture and that is the thing that we have to learn how to step out of our step out of that judgmental, the ego. Okay. Like people like to call it nowadays, but to step back and to see outside, step outside the box and to see the full picture of what's going on. The South node moving into Libra is about letting go of things that no longer serve us libra is all about balance it's all about tranquility it's all about peace and and also relationships and this is you know so this time um roughly eight what, 18 months till january till january of 2025 it's going to be a time of self-care now, this is why I want to do a separate video on talking about how we can implement this into our lives, okay, and how we can have this energy to work for us. So this means, basically, um, for this shift that we are going to be focusing upon things of, of our wellness first versus others. Um, we are raised in a society that we put others before ourselves sometimes to our own detriment and that is not in any way shape or form logical um either mentally or spiritually okay and it's not healthy either so that can be um the, the martyrdom you know, I do everything for everybody. It's just what I do. No, honey, you do everything for everybody because you allow everybody to throw everything on you or, you know, you don't let people help you. And that's one thing. Well, and that's true. Well, I will say this. There's a lot of times that it's really hard to find people to help you, but you also have to understand who you're hanging around who you're hanging around and, you know, what's going on with you. So um, putting others' needs before our own, putting relationships before our own well-being, um, that is going to be 
something that is going to be left behind. Now, when I mention cardinal signs, and um, I've mentioned that a lot, cardinal signs are initiators, okay? They help us push forward. And this is what's happening as, um, so this is what's happening within the nodes. When we are being pushed into that, we are being pushed into our future of it's time it's time to see these things in a different way. It's time to wake up. But now what are cardinal signs? Cardinal signs are Aries, they're Cancer, they're Libra, and they're Capricorn. They are the signs where we have um, astrological happenings such as um, Aries, we have the spring equinox, okay? Um, cancer, we have the, we have midsummer, the summer solstice. Okay. For Libra, we have um, the fall equinox. For Capricorn, we have the, um, the winter solstice. So you get what I'm saying. These are, these are points. These are shifting points. So they're very intense energy themselves. Um, and they, I can't explain that anymore. They, this is just a powerful push into that. But I will say that these cardinal signs are the people that you want to have in your corner when you are trying um, to start something new, like when you're starting a new business and... Um, when you are, you know, when you're trying to start your business, when you're trying to um, start a new project, when you're trying to, you know, get something off the ground and get something going, you want those cardinal signs in your corner because they will help you get things going. They will help you get it on, get it going, get it going good, get it running in, in tip-top shape. They will have that, um, that motor finally running and greased and ready to go. Now, will they stay to see it through? Probably not. Because by the time they get it going and it's going the way it's going to go, they're going to get bored and they're going to need something that, see, that's just it. They need that initiation. That's that create, that creative spark. And um, that is what that is. That's what those cardinal signs are about. And with this shift, um, it's going to be different because we're shifting from fixed signs and fixed signs can be considered stagnant energy because they don't like change. They like everything to stay the same. This is the way that we've done them. We've done it all the time and it's just the way it is. And it's just, and even though it may not be fully working anymore and there's, there's, there's things that could be tweaked and worked out and they're, nope, Nope, everything's fine. Nope, nope, nope. And and it's they gotta have that that permanence in their lives. So and they don't like to let things go. They hang on to things for you know to their own detriment. They will hang on to things, and it causes them not to grow. So they're not really ones to take action. They're ones that will keep their nose to the grindstone and keep going away which can be bad because they can be so focused in on what they're doing. They miss all these other opportunities on the side. They miss what's really going on. So they're so focused on, on that one thing. They can't see everything else. 
and cardinal signs take action. Uh, they have willpower. They have, um, and they will be, you know, this willpower will be used uh, in reference to the self and the self needs. So we have to be careful here, okay? Because Aries is the god of war. The planet is Mars. This is gods of war. So, you know, this can be mixed with the energy of Rahu, as we just discussed in Vedic astrology. That can be a little interesting because this can be some crazy information, uh, crazy energy and very intense energy. With the South Node in Libra, it is telling us that we need to take advantage of the skills and of the talents uh, gifts that we may have, um, and also opportunities that we may have. It's telling us that we need to, um, we need to learn from our past. We need to make our past work for us. There was a reason that we went and did these things, and now it's time to implement them in our life. Um, this includes ancestor, like DNA, like stuff that has been passed down to you through your family. Um, things like that. Um, also past lives. For those of you who get into past lives, who um, connect with your past lives, things like that, you may want to pull from that as well. And we are to, um, we are to use our talents and our gifts and our skills to create balance, balance within ourselves, balance within in our environment, harmony, equilibrium. Um, as well as create good and strong relationships in our lives. So um, that is the support in these aspects. And we are urged to use those past experiences to have the better um, relationships in our future. The lunar nodes also show us where the eclipse, the eclipses will be happening and the energy that will be influencing our lives. The North Node is about growing. It is working on things to become a master. Um, Aries's tarot card is the emperor. So he becomes the master, her, the master. The emperor teaches us that the power is not in the throne and it's not in the tools. The power is in the person. And that is where we are learning is to become a self-master. And mastering the self means to master our emotions, uh, use discernment, and to understand what our tools are and to know how to use them. So we're not, um, we are also learning how to do things in different ways, better ways. Um, so this is going to be, this is going to be um, where we are being guided. This is the energy we're being guided. This fate and destiny, um, this shift, if you are an Aries, um, or I should say you should just, um, you will feel this intensely. But if you want to look at this personally, look at your birth chart, okay? Um, compare your birth chart to the chart that is, um, around those days, the sixth, the 16th, the 18th, look at that and see how that relates to your chart and to your personal planets. 
So, and this will give you a more definition and more understanding of what's opening up in your life, what's being revealed. And this can be your beacon of growth. Um, the South Node is about completion. So it's going to support completions and letting go. It could be a time where um, you could be releasing some relationships and partnerships. And when I say relationships, please know that I am meaning all kinds of relationships, friendships, romantic relationships, business relationships, so forth. Um, it can also show us where we've been taken for granted or where we have taken others for granted. Um, the South Node, we may feel things um, that are leaving without our choice. Um, that could definitely be happening. Um, unexpected changes. Um, this, um, we could see some closing in our chapters in our lives, those kind of things. Um, it's about, you know, and it's not these endings is the big thing. It's how you are dealing with them. That is going to be the biggest thing is how are you going to deal with this release with all of these changes in your life? So the North and South node, they work at opposite points in the chart. They are always opposite of each other and they can help you gain balance um, and understanding for your life. You just have to look at them at your chart. The last time the North Node was in Aries and the South Node was in Libra was back in 2004. Um, and that was, um, they were there until 2006. So this energy will take us back to that time. Do you remember what was going on in your life in 2004 to 2006? I do. Um, in 2004, uh, I had got married. And in 2005, I had a baby a surprise. It was, wow. Okay. Um, you know, it was, I had already had two children and they were, I mean, they weren't grown, but they were bigger. And, um, my youngest one was eight. So it was, um, it was kind of a shock and it was kind of a starting over kind of thing, but it was wonderful. And, um, you know, in 2005, I gave birth to my winter solstice baby. So yeah, well, you know, he, Capricorn energy and all. So um, the nodal node, uh, um, the energy can usually last us for about 19 years. And um, that's, that is about right because um, the age of my son. So yeah, um, Aries is about your sense of self and it's about being self-sufficient, independent and self-supportive, self-reliant. Um, it is about developing confidence and courage within yourself. And um, this is associated with our root chakra. So that is about our security and our safety um, foundation. Um, it's about standing on your own um, and trusting yourself more than any other outside source. And that's something that we really need to work on, especially from the past um, three years, uh, we've been bombarded and programmed with different things outside of us, telling us what is good for us, what is bad for us. And honestly, if we really want to look at it, we can take it back further than that. And, um, you are the one that says what's right for your body. You are the one that's right that, um, you know, 
what is bad for your body. So you have to listen to you. Uh, you have to learn how to feel that embodiment. So yeah, that's some, um, it's not this Aries energy is not doing things that everybody else does. That's not Aries. Aries does things their way. Think about the Frank Sinatra song. I did it my way. And uh, this is Cardinal Fire sign. Um, and it is about initiation. So this is a beginning energy. And um, it is very excitable. It is, it's ready to go. It's like shooting that gun at the starting line. That is the energy that I'm talking about. So if you're ascendant, which is your rising sign, uh, your midhead heaven or your nodes are in a cardinal sign, you are in Aries, you're really going to feel this. Um, you know, you, you will feel some sparks in your chart. Um, if you have Aries in your chart at all, um, look at that. You will feel sparks there. So um, that is where change is going to happen. And, um, you know, you can ask yourself, where do you want to move forward in life um, that will be beneficial? That That's the biggest thing. What is going to be beneficial and going to be in your highest good? Uh, we can hear, um, you know, we have layers and, uh, and layers upon programming upon ourselves. So it takes some time to work through that and to, and to figure out, you know, who we are. This can also be a really good time to reprogram our root chakra. A warrior is our root chakra. Our root chakra is located at our, the end of our tailbone. And our root chakra is our foundation in our stability. And especially, I mean, you can see it really good with propaganda from the past two, three years, well, three years of how, how we have been bombarded with our, we've been attacked, our root chakra has been attacked, our sacral chakra and our stomach. And our root chakra is, that is like our fear, um, our fear chakra. It is fight, flight, or flee. And we all know that when we are in a state of fear, we are not going to be making the correct decisions that are in the highest good of our life. Uh, when we are in that state of fear, it blocks off our frontal node. Mm -mm. So all the people that stay in fear, you are really messing your bodies up and you really need some help there. And I'm not saying that to be ugly because I was that way. I had to do a lot of work to work through that, but you can do it. Um, this is about elevating the self and this is very much so it's time to elevate the self and to not live in that programming of being secondary, of being a burden, of being an afterthought of whatever. No, no, that's not Aries. It is about owning who you are and understanding that you are what is putting things in place. You need to understand and be conscious of your thoughts and your actions, all of that. That falls within the self-sufficiency and independence. So this is going to also go into prioritizing your needs. Uh, what is essential for your life? What is allowing you to be you? And to um, this is about self-expression. This is also what it means um, 
what means something to you in living life in your own terms. Um, this is the time that you may want to call your energy back to you and um, do a little bit of that reprioritizing in there. Um, you don't have to prove yourself to anyone. No, no longer. You don't have, this is not looking for other people for permission, for acceptance. This is accepting yourself and living wholly and honestly for through yourself. Believe in yourself. So the nodes will you tip the nodes typically stay in each of the degrees for about eight to ten days and this movement is going to take us again back to 2004 so 2006 so you can look at um that time and this energy is going to be opening up new opportunities for opening new chapters in your life that's going to probably be related to that time and the south node in libra is about sharing and partnerships it is about the give and take in partnerships um in relating the give and take in relationships um and just the balance of it keeping the harmony the south node is what we're ending and releasing what relationships um that we need to release that is unhealthy. Um, again, this doesn't necessarily mean a physical relationship. This could be a partnership. This could be a job. You could be in business with someone and you're having to leave it because the situation has become unhealthy. Um, this can really take guesses out of our lives because any of those things that we've had questions about, if we were, you know, um, is this right for me? Is this wrong for me? This is a time that will be revealed. Um, this is wanting to bring harmony in those areas of your life. So, um, you know, codependency is going to be um, highlighted here because it's going to con it's going to look at that and say no. Uh, there's a lot of people that are in codependent relationships, and that is just not something that's healthy for us. That's codependence is not healthy. Um, and if you're in that relationship, in a codependent relationship, this could be a time that you will see that um, highlighted, and this is going to be a time to release those ways. Um, you could see, you could just see some of these different relationships coming to an end. Um, and this is also helping us to release those things that can, um, that are in the way of, release those things that get in the way of our relationships. So we can make our relationships stronger. Um, remember that we have to be on the same page with our partner. That's going to be beneficial. Um, in order for us to go forward, we're going to have to be you know, right there with our partner on that same page. Uh, we're looking at patterns in our networking as well. Um, you know, even, even for myself, um, there's times that I even set myself up for failure and, and this can happen. Those, those things like that, those unhealthy habits gotta go. Those don't serve you. Um, you may also see people not just romantic, romantic people but like uh friendships fall away um you know this is about getting down and sitting down and having a deep discussions um 
with yourself about what's serving you and what not, what's not. You can also see this in your networking. You want to have these deep conversations and topics that will, you know, dig deep and reveal many things. So we are urged to see things from both sides and not to make quick judgments, um, as well as not negotiating um, our needs for the sake of relationships. So we're being pushed to start to the starting line here. And um, we need to be ready to meet those new things head on, to be direct and clear about what we want, what we don't want. Uh, stand up for yourself and your needs. Um, Aries, his instinct is to fight. <laughs> he will, he will bulldoze through it. And um and, you know, this can, um, that energy is seen as much as an immature energy, that fighting kind of energy, because we all know that when we do look at war, when we look at that fight, there's nothing that's really won there. Everyone across the board is a loser. Um, war is not beneficial in any way, shape, or form, but yet there are people who still resort to those tactics, which to many, to myself and many people are outdated. Um, in my younger day, I will say I was very hot-headed and people will laugh at that because they think that I'm hot-headed now. And it's like, you think I'm hot-headed now? You should have seen me then. Um, it's taking much, it's taken a lot of maturity uh, to use discernment to control my emotions, to, you know, sometimes it's just not worth it. Sometimes it's just not worth the fight. So when maturity occurs in Aries, this is about communicating clearly from your power. And as well as communicating clearly with yourself being real with yourself. This is standing tall, staying calm, standing strong in your power, and, you know, doing what needs to be done um, to take you. And, and that is based, that is what's going to be needed to take you on this new journey. Aries represents the self. And Libra represents others. So we are looking at my needs versus your needs, my will versus your will. And um, as well as um, our relationships. So um, not only just with others, but to yourself as well, the relationships that you have with you. A lot of people's relationships with themselves are horrible. How do you expect to have any relationship with anybody else if you can't have a relationship with yourself? And I know that's cliche, but it's true. If you can't stand to spend time in yourself in the silence, why would anyone else want to? When the nodes move into Aries and the Libra polarity, it will square Pluto, which is in the last degrees of Capricorn at 29 degrees. That's known as the crisis degree. Um, uh, Capricorn is a cardinal sign. It's cardinal. And um, this is 
this is going to be about evolutionary shifts. Um, that can be uncomfortable. <laughs> uh, something is pushing us and it's pushing us to face it because it's wanting to, to, for us to get rid of the karmic. It's ready to release the karma and to embrace the dharma. So it's time to get rid of that. And it represents a turning point in the soul level. The soul is ready to move forward. So it's time to level up to self-mastery. Um, so you'll be looking at habits that you do. Um, all the way around, you'll be looking at all of that. The Aries represents the self, and that includes the body. So you could be looking at your health as well to keep harmony within your body, to keep that equilibrium within yourself, balancing your energies, um, taking care of that. Now, it's not just closure that needs to be done here. It's letting it go, like bye-bye. Um, this is permanent cosmic closings and this can cause some angst and some frustrations and different things like that um because again i mean it, it's hard to shift from that it's really hard to shift from that um and both of these the way this is happening is that um you know pluto is in retrograde too so these notes are being pushed um they're being pushed they're pushing on pluto so um we are going into a renewal state. Pluto is about rebirth. It is about destruction. It's the life and death cycle. Or I should say death and rebirth cycle, I should say. Um, now, during this time, again, you may have to leave some relationships behind. Um, maybe you'll leave some parts of your life that you're not going to be able to carry on the new journey. Um and you're going to have to do it alone. Both Capricorn and Aries are leaders. So, you know, Aries is the one that leads. It is the, um, it boldly goes. Aries is go where no, boldly go where no one has gone before. They are trailblazers. They will cut those paths. And um, Capricorn is that leader as well. It is take control. So, but it's not just taking, it's about a methodical way. It's, it's an unfolding. Um, and, you know, you know, you can feel this pressure. It's, we are shedding, we're releasing, we're transforming, we're evolving. Again, this is a show, a soul evolution, again, leveling up. Um, and it's attempting to bring understanding to our relationships again with self and others where you gave your power away. Um, and understand that, you know, that's not a place you want to go back to. Um, and these changes, you will be very, you know, changes that you may go through. You may want to go back to your old ways of doing things, but that is not going to be the answer for you. That's actually going to, um, keep you in that stagnant state. Again, you know, you're just going to have to listen to you and trust in yourself and how this is going to play out for you. Energy does not lie. And I will say again, 
Pluto loves to bring out the fear in you. This could be a time that you could be triggered. You could be put in fear that you're going to have to face. So again, you're going to have to decide if you're going to fall back into your old ways and stay into those old cycles, or do you want to um, evolve and grow? What I find very interesting here is that... Um, is that we're having this nodal shift is also shifting of the the masculine and feminine energies you know in Taurus and Scorpio Taurus represents Venus which represents the divine feminine and Scorpio Scorpio's old planet is Mars which represents the divine masculine these are called our celestial lovers um so when they move into Aries and Libra that's flipping so it will be Aries, um, the divine masculine in the North Node, and we'll have Libra, the divine feminine that represents, you know, Libra represents Venus in the South Node. So this is going to be very interesting. And something I want to mention before we go any further is that on the 10th of July, Mars will uh, move into the sign of Virgo, and that will change in energy as well. He will be there until August the 26th of this year. And as this happened, this will create an energy flow with the nodes. It's going to, it's going to be, um, it, it's going to have this, um, it's going to give it that good energy. Um, and it will also, Mars will also have it be in opposition to Saturn that is in Pisces. So we could feel some blocked energy. This could feel a little frustrating, but again, self-mastery, self-mastery. You could feel someone trying to block your way to go forward and to do those things, but you know, you can take care of that. You've got that. Um, now, as I've stated in my astrology shows, Pallas Athena right now is ahead of Mars, which is good. And of course, Pallas Athena is associated with warfare. Um, she's also associated with war victories, but she is also about peaceful rev, rev, um, resolutions. And she's about finding the peaceful approach to things because she understands what what the long-term damage that war causes. Um, and it is sad that even as we live in, on our planet today, there's wars that are going on um, and there are villages that still get raided. There are people that, I mean, this is traumatic energy. And as evolved as we're supposed to be, or I should say with all the technology that we have, we still have this going on. So this is about, you know, this is, there's, it's really about taking the bull by the horns. And um, when, um, when Mars joins up to Pallas Athena in Virgo, um, this could see, we could see some uh, peace coming in war, maybe the, this war with Ukraine will be over. I don't know. This is such a sensible, th uh, senseless thing. Uh, Jupiter will also have a trine with Mars, which is going to give some good energy. But again, this is interesting because Jupiter expands. He expands every um, every sign he goes into. He expands, but when he and, and when he has an aspect with him, he expands that energy. So if we have 
Jupiter trining Mars while the North Node is in Aries conjunct Rahu. Yeah, <laughs> this could be really, really interesting. Indeed, this could be some really crazy energy that we're seeing. Um, with this, all of these aspects I'm saying, including the North and South Node, it is creating like a wedge on the chart. So yeah, there is some inch, there is some tension that's being formed there. So I guess we'll have to see what's going on. The good thing that we do have Jupiter, the joyous God there that likes to have a good time and like, oh, uh, you know, y'all need to chill out a little bit. And also Pallas Athena will be there that'll say, peace guys, we look, y'all need to calm down. We need to have some discernment here. Uh, so we do have that. Uh, may, there is a way that there is a peaceful way there. There will be a peaceful way there. Um, what I find very interesting is that Virgo is the 10th house in the uh, United States of America's birth chart. Um, and that 10th house is about government, government leaders, top-down organizations, power structures, and so forth. So we can see more changing direction there. Mars in Virgo is very uh, focused and very purposeful. So for you, those of you that, um, that have this aspect or um, that are Aries, sun, moon, or rising Aries, um, it could be a really good time to get some things completed in your life because when he comes out of that, that is when the stabilization will, will um, begin. As during his, during his time with Virgo, he is going to be focusing on what it is he wants and, and making it real. Um, we have to really be careful, though, not to be too self-critical. Um, Virgo is very critical. They can be um, micromanagers and they can be very nitpicky. So we have to be careful with that. Now, I want to talk about some things that happened. I want to say a little bit of Aryan things that happened back in, um, uh, let's see, back in 2004. That is when we had the strongest earthquake in the Indian Ocean. Remember, um, it created that huge um tsunami that killed over 300,000 people. Um, also, the, another time before that was in 1985, and that was when Mexico City had its big earthquake too, a lot of destruction. Uh, I believe it was an 8.1. I could be wrong. But also, um, in 1985, what I found interesting too, because again, this is about looking at the past, we all know just what happened to um, that submarine that went down. Um, those people met their horrible fate down there. That was very horrible information, um, circumstances that happened. And my prayers go out to their families, um, to those that did lose a loved one in that. And what happened, that was a very horrible situation. But um, during this time in 1985, um, through a joint endeavor between the American and, and French, um, they had an expedition that located the RMS, which is the Titanic that was off of Newfoundland. So isn't that interesting? So also 
that is when Tipper Gore and the other um, political wives pushed for advisories on the rock music, um, the cassettes, you know, of the obscene language that it had. I, I, I remember that a little bit. Um, it wasn't too far back. I, I remember it happened more and more when um, rap music really came out is what I, what I really saw happening, but they actually, um, they become advisors on the, um, they created the Rock Music Parents Music Resource Center. So um, that's a little interesting tidbit. In 1985, that is when Australia adopted the um, capital gains tax. Um, also Mars Energy, uh, that is when the New York Mets catcher Gary Carter set a record for three consecutive home runs. Um, and he had a, an eight to three win against San Diego. Pete Rose broke the world record, uh, the hitting record with um, 4,192 4, hits. He, um, it was Cobbs that he beat. I can't remember his last name, Cobbs. Um, also in U.S. men's tennis, it was the Czech player, Ivan uh, Lindell. He won against the, um, he won the U.S. title against um, John McEnroe. I don't know if any of y'all watched tennis and watched John McEnroe. That was always a wonderful event to watch, but um, that is when that happened. And also some more Aries energy is that when, um, was it 1985? This is the year I'm talking about. Just wanted to refresh you. Uh, Lee, um, Edward Lee Howard, which was a CIA officer, was discovered to be a KGB agent and he defected to Russia. So yeah, these energies again, is this, um, this movement is going to take place through the 16th or the 18th. And we can see that there's a lot of stuff that's going on. I also want to add here before we go, because Taurus energy is about land, right? And this can include land grabs. And just because they move out doesn't mean that we won't still feel some of that rippled energy because the last eclipse, um, the lunar eclipse that we're going to have is going to be in Taurus and that's going to happen in October and that will get us completely out of that so that energy is still hanging on and um, I bring this up because it was back in 2004 because remember if the nodes moved into Aries and Libra in 2004 before that they were in Taurus and um, Scorpio because our nodes move retrograde okay now um it was back in 2004 when the european union had the largest expansion ever when they added 10 states to the union so we could see some land grab stuff too maybe that is going to be um the peaceful resolution between the U ukraine and, and russia i don't know who knows um Hopefully we can see a piece of that. Hopefully we can see a big push for people on our planet to evolve and to, um, and to grow. 
I do know that there's a lot of conditionings that have been um, layered upon us. And these are things that we are going to have to look at in a, um, not in an emotional way, but in a, in a mature way and do things, do something about. So that is it for the nodal shift report. And I hope you enjoyed that. I will put together, um, after I get back and get settled in, I will put together um, a little something that will, and this will, it will be on Zoom. I'm not going live on Facebook any longer. That was just the most horrible experience. I, it's so horrible. Um, and I, I did it. I normally use Zoom, but for some reason I said, oh, I'll just do it live on there. Anyway. Um, getting on with it, I will do a show and how we can implement these changes in our lives and how that we can do so. We can practice this self-care and this, um, our, this self-love without being selfish um, narcissists. There's a way to do that. And um, sometimes that, you know, we have to maintain the balance. Remember, balance, equilibrium. This is what we're looking at. All right, guys, I hope you have a wonderful, wonderful um, week, day, whenever you're looking at this till next time. I'll see you then. Blessings.